Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Coming up on Saturday, June 27th, I'll be part of the open call with Clay and Anilaja with the Vibe Project. If you missed the call, you can listen to the replay through the vibeproject.org. The reason I'm mentioning it is we're using a lecture titled Our Real Beliefs as the reference for the call. Now that lecture can be found in Neville's own voice. You can look it up on YouTube if you haven't listened to it. It's a wonderful lecture with a lot of great examples. I'm talking about uh, the same title but a different lecture today, Our Real Beliefs from September 1966. And there's a really cool story in it. He says there was a woman who had been a receptionist in a beauty parlor in New York for years. She'd never made much money but had been living with a very wealthy man, an, an older wealthy man. She had gotten to do many things because of his wealth. They wined and dined in the best places in New York, but she never really had any money of her own. And at this point, she was coming up on retirement and only had $87 a month from Social Security to look forward to. When she asked Neville what to do about it, he told her to apply what she had heard him teach over the years. And he told her to look at his book, The Law and the Promise. It's full of stories from uh, actual people that wrote Neville and shared success stories with him and how they did it, what they imagined. Over 40 stories, I think, are in that book. And he told her to check it out, that he was sure there was a story that fit what she wanted. Neville says she reenacted a little scene every morning at bath time. Something marvelous is happening to me right now. Not tomorrow, not next month. Not next year, but now. She would feel the way she would expect to feel under these circumstances. And at the end of the week, just a week, her wealthy boyfriend told her he'd bought an annuity that would pay her $600 a month for the rest of her life. Now that's just under $5,000 today. That's pretty cool. How would you feel right now if you had an extra $5,000 monthly? The following year, this woman asked Neville if he thought it would be greedy for her to want to double that monthly payment. And of course, Neville tells her how uh, he doesn't judge anyone for what they want. Now, around this time, Neville had been very ill. He said he was feeling awful and had been for months. He'd even lost about 60 pounds. And his family thought he might even be close to death. He and his wife were spending some time at his family home in Barbados, and the woman in the story went on vacation there and visited with Neville and his family. Neville says she was worried that if he died, she wouldn't get her additional $600 a month because she expected him to tell her story. So she knew she had to get Neville better, not necessarily for Neville's sake, but for her own. So she constructed a scene, Neville on stage in New York, sharing her story. Neville didn't know what she had done, but when he began feeling better, he decided to spend a couple of months in New York before heading back to Los Angeles. He taught while he was there, and one night the woman came up to him and told him 
that she had gotten the additional $600 a month that she'd wanted. And of course, Neville shared her story on the platform that night exactly how she imagined. Now, the woman in the story had a choice to make. She could have reacted to her present situation, nearing retirement with only $87 from Social Security. She could have reacted with bitterness, maybe resentment at her longtime boyfriend for not helping her out. Or she could repent and act. I had heard the word repent so often growing up, but the feelings I had associated with it were all about groveling and feeling uh, sorrowful and begging, begging for forgiveness. But Neville explains it in a much clearer way, and he uses the Bible and the concordance to do it. If you have a concordance, uh, look it up or look it up online. Repent, used in the Bible, like in Matthew chapter 3, where Jesus says, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, is a Greek word which means a radical change of mind, to think differently. It means changing your self-concept. You're changing the way you see the world, the way you see yourself. Now, this woman in the story chose the latter. She changed her self-concept, her state of consciousness. And all she did during her morning bath time was feel the reality of something marvelous is happening to me now. Not tomorrow, not next month, not next year, but now. And by week's end, she had the money. And the following year, after she got over the worry about being greedy, she constructed a congratulatory conversation or a congratulatory scene in which Neville was telling her story at one of his lectures. And she got the money then too. Now, I don't think she said the words, something marvelous is happening to me now, not tomorrow, not next month, not next year, but now over and over. But she brought up that feeling, that first person, present tense feeling of right now, something marvelous is happening and not putting it off into the future, not imagining tomorrow it's going to be better, next year it's going to be better. No, she grabbed hold of it with both hands and her imagination and she claimed it. It's happening now. And she just let that feeling clothe her, saturate her very being. Something marvelous is happening to me now. Now, that little thing she did during bath time and the congratulatory scene she constructed with Neville don't have any power. The techniques never have any power. And if you think they do, you're just you're creating another false god. Neville says the technique is all figurative. It's all symbols. They have no power whatsoever. It's what the technique implies. That's where the power is. In the first part of the story, the woman simply brought up the feeling of something marvelous is happening to her now. And she didn't try to cram in all the details of what she wanted. She, knowing that she's the operant power, knew what she wanted already and just brought up, and in this case, literally bathed in the feeling of it happening right now. You try it. I've had times when I had a number of things I wanted to change, and instead of trying to tick them all off in a session or as I'm going to sleep at night, I just drifted off into the deep feeling that something marvelous is happening to me right now. Something wonderful is happening. 
something effing awesome is happening to me right now. I don't wait, though. I don't wait for a session. I don't wait for uh, my nap time, if I get one, or bedtime. When a desire comes up, I immediately accept its fulfillment. My thankful acceptance automatically brings up the feeling of that new state. I know it's done. I go on about my day doing the things I do, thinking and acting from that new state. I shifted. When I had the desire, I was in a state where that thing, that experience, was something I wanted. I wasn't having it at the moment. But by accepting it and feeling the reality of it, I moved into the state of where that is done. It is already true for me. My father within me gave me the desire, the little tap on my shoulder whispering, hey, let's experience this now. Let's do it. Let's do it, Mike. (laughs) All I need to do is accept it and believe it to the point of knowing that it's done, that it's already true. I make the decision that it's done and I stick to it. I feel the reality of it, the feeling of already being that or having that. And the state that would have objectified that feeling or the state that would have produced that feeling will be objectified. And I go on about my day knowing that it's done. I'd like to tell you I'm perfect and I do this 100% with no problem. I stumble into states. I can easily slip into a shit state. But knowing who I am, I know I am the one who caused it, and I am the one, the only one, to get me out of that state and into a a more preferable state. Neville says our divine purpose is to know imagination, to remember who we are, which is all imagination, or God, or awareness. And what better way to get to know my true self than using imagination for myself and others. And I don't just mean my family. I enjoy imagining lovingly for people everywhere I go. And not just humans. I do it for animals and plants too. Oh boy, Mike's getting weird now. (laughs) Weird is good. Weird is fun. I love weird. I love irrational. I recently found out that this beautiful tree in my backyard is a mulberry tree. Thanks to Doug, by the way, for helping me find that out. One reason I didn't know what type of tree it was is that for the last 14 years that we've lived here, it's never produced any fruit. Now that I know what the tree is, I imagine seeing the branches full of juicy berries, overloaded with berries implying the tree is healthy and thriving. Not necessarily so we can have the fruit. Of course, I want to eat the fruit, but that's not why I was doing it. I was imagining lovingly for the tree, really, so I could enjoy seeing the tree thrive, for the sheer joy of seeing life thriving in my backyard. I love that tree. I'll even go sit under the tree sometimes and get into the silence there. I grab a chair and I just plop it under the branches and I just sit there 
being quiet, being silent, being the stillness that I am, and moving my awareness from me as my body, sitting in the chair, to me as the tree, feeling the breeze tickle my leaves. It's a wonderful way to practice, to play in imagination, moving your awareness from your body outward, moving your awareness to the tree, to being the tree, to being the bird, the beautiful bird singing its song in the tree. I have a, a neat story about the bird too. A couple of weeks ago, I noticed this beautiful, a very loud, beautiful bird uh, song, bird song coming from that tree. And I crept up underneath the tree to see if I could get a glance at what bird was doing this. And on a branch was this tiny little bird with this beautiful song coming out of its beak. Beautiful song. But I had no idea what that bird was. And I wanted to find out. Standing there under the tree, I just thought for a moment, man, I'd really like to know what that bird is. It's such a beautiful song. And, you know, I thanked Doug a few minutes ago for helping me find out the name of the tree or the type of tree that was. We were discussing it on Facebook. And in that thread, he also let me know about this app about identifying birds. Now, I hadn't mentioned the bird. I hadn't mentioned to anybody that I wanted to know what type of bird that was. But as we're talking about the tree, Doug refers me to this app. Uh, I think it's called BirdNet that identifies the bird song. And so I downloaded the song and I went directly out to that tree. And there was a the little bird again. I could hear it. I couldn't see at that time, but there's the song, the beautiful song. And I turned on the app and there it is, a Carolina wren. It's such a beautiful bird. I mentioned I didn't see the bird that time. I'm standing under the tree, identifying the bird with this cool app that Doug told me about. And I stood there thinking, oh, I'd really like to see the bird up close, not just on this Wikipedia page that the app sent me to. So what came back in, the following day, yesterday, I look out my back door and there's this bird uh, flitting around the back porch. It had flown in the door and had gotten stuck for a moment. And it landed on the chair right by the back door and I'm looking through the window and guess what it was? Yeah, my little Carolina Wren. So I got to see it in all its beauty up close and personal. And as soon as I acknowledged it, as soon as I recognized what it was, that it was my little bird, it flew off through the door. Now I know that imagining creates reality. I experience it daily in things that you might call big things and in fun things like this bird and the tree. Why not have fun with it? Why not truly repent, have a radical change of mind? Stop judging things as big and small and bad and good, crucial, vital and unimportant, silly. I found the most beautiful things in the silly, in the weird, in the absurd. Why did you create this wonderful world for yourself if you're not going to enjoy the silly and the absurd and the weird? By doing that, you get to know who you really are. You know imagination. You know God. You know awareness. You know that the Father within you is you. So why don't you try what the woman in Neville's story did? 
while you're doing something today, washing dishes, doing laundry, maybe you do like to soak in a bath while you're having a bubble bath today. Bring up that feeling. Something marvelous is happening. And don't, don't even bother with it making a scene, constructing a scene for some point in the future. Why not make this moment, your bath time or your washing dishes time, that moment? How would I feel washing dishes knowing something wonderful, something marvelous, something freaking awesome is happening to me right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, now. Or maybe try moving in time a little bit, not projecting it into the future, but making this moment, this dishwashing moment, this having a bath moment for yourself is a moment that in which this marvelous thing, this awesome thing has already happened. It happened last week or yesterday, and you're enjoying this luxurious bath, basking in this feeling of uh, this joy that that marvelous thing has already happened. And it continues to happen. Marvelous and awesome are natural characteristics for your days and your nights. How does that feel? Let me know how it unfolds for you. I want to hear your stories. I've got a great one I want to share. I'm not going to share her name but she posted something on Facebook a while back about moving, shifting in consciousness. And I can't wait to read that to you. She gave me permission to read it. It's beautiful. So I'll read that next time. So let me know your stories. Let me know how you are getting to know who you really are. Shoot me an email at feelingtwisty at gmail.com. Find me at feelingtwisty at Instagram and Facebook. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty. Feeling Twisty.